Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. We can't. We can't. Talk to radio. Yo! that point like what do you even do you know what i'm saying like or how does it feel 
to have your dating pool because I, I do honestly like um end of the day when this downloads. Um end of the day when um okay. End of the day when you sorry we're trying to find some things. Um <clears throat> when you do grow and define your ideologies somewhat astringently, right, um, your dating pool will lessen no matter what side of the situation you are on. You could be on the side, you know what I'm saying, uh, you could be a black man that feels as though homosexuals have been here since the beginning of time, shit, um, and everything's fine with the homosexual. Or you could be one that feels that ends up feeling as though, um, you know, they are the bane of the black family's existence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and either, either way. way, your dating pool is going to lessen. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think I, one way that you deal with that is just accept the idea that your dating pool is going to lessen and be completely okay with that. Um, oh, shit, did I break this thing? It was working a second ago. Come on, boo. Um, sorry, the mouse is acting funny. Um, there we go. Um, I think that it's important to really like have that defined and be okay with the fact that, you know, yeah, there might be plenty of fish in the sea, but there's a little bit less fish for you now because your taste has become acquired, you know? Um, yes. And I, and think, that, I think that's something that comes with experience and age. Right. And, you know, a lot of people because, use so dating I, I to do that. You said what? Say it again. Excuse me. I feel like a lot of people also use dating to do that, you know, like, and yeah. I think that's okay. That's okay. I think there's definitely also something to be said in the differences between like dating and really developing a relationship, you know what I'm saying? With someone right. like, you know, like dating, you just, person is by the time you get to the person, the point where you're like, all right, this is the relationship I'm trying to be in. You should know who the person is to an extent Everybody changes, so you're gonna you're gonna get your wig rocked every every you know what I'm saying few seconds. Somebody's gonna you know shock you, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, wait, you about that? And y'all can have that conversation. And I mean, at any point when the shits become unacceptable, you have all license to get the fuck out of there, you know? Right, um, right. And I think for the most part, what Safia was asking is like that, and then also what is like just to cite the courage it takes to really stick to your ideological guns, no matter which side you want. Like, if you if you on that, that side that I don't personally agree with, you know what I'm saying, then by all means, if I'm on, if you're on the side that, you know, if I'm on the side that you don't personally agree with, by all means, do what you got to do and go find that person that you can literally be in something that takes, a, that has a level of ease. I feel like rom- like romantic relationships should indeed be, are, will always be work, but should have a level of ease attached to it. And when it comes to ideology, if your ideologies are conflicting, that will create conflict where in places where there might not have been conflict yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like you find out that a person doesn't believe in X, Y, and Z, then suddenly what they did yesterday be, um, becomes new because now you're looking at it as a lens from their ideology. Like, okay, so what did that actually mean when you did that? You know what I'm saying? What did it mean when you did that? If, if, if you're dating a black man that said out his mouth that black women are bull, what do we call the bulldogs? Yeah. 
that black women are bulldogs, but he's still dating you as a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Then you're like, well, wait, bitch. Like, what what does that mean then? Like, you consider me a bulldog? Like, you like bulldogs? Like, what's the tea? Because I, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's important for, for your partner um, or for your man to see you in a particular way. And not only should it be something that is of a high degree that they see you in a raise, not necessarily on a pedestal, but at least on a platform, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, you should at least be able to agree with them about how they see you. Agree. Right? Agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, and um, I think, you know, again, that comes with age. I think I think that comes with age, and I think that's, like, a good <clears throat> topic. Like, I don't know if there's any questions, but, like, you know, how does how does how does dating change with age? I mean, that's a perfect segue because your ideology does change with age. You know, I think in the beginning of dating, like I won't say the very beginning, but like as a as a young adult, like I wasn't really concerned about so much, you know. And, and now, like I'm concerned more about like where the person is going, what the person's plan is in life, and how the person views the world and, and, and things like that. So indeed. But I think that's because your priorities change with age. So right. like what you need and definitely. require from a relationship is definitely gonna change as you get older. I think like when we're younger, like in our early twenties, like our focus and what we want and need for ourselves is different than what it is in like our thirties and beyond. So, like, of course that's going to change, and you hope that somebody is in that place of maturity where you are, but, like, maturity and, like, wisdom doesn't necessarily come with age. It's just something that you you you, you got to learn. Yeah, that shit comes with experience. Right. Um, and I so just turned 30, so. Yeah. I just turned 30. Yes, and so it's just, it just hit me. I was like, oh, that's what it's about. It's not about you know, the cutest man and like having him and like going through the problems that, you know, helping him through the problems of his life and the trials and tribulations and making him good for, you know, where we're going. Because the truth is if he's if he wasn't meant to be, he wasn't meant to be. It's true. All you right, know? so on to mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Tamara, you got more. No, if you, you got more, because no, I was just gonna. I was gonna say, yeah, it's not meant to be, and that you know you can't, um, and not you can't, but those are the things that like, those are the things that like don't necessarily feed, um, actual reality oh. life, you know. And we got Sophia back. Word, folks. Hold on. I feel you. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah. I can't do it, Sophia. Hang on. Oh, I hate when the mouse does this. Sophia, please hold. Oh, the battery. Oh, I think the battery's in time. Sophia, girl. Hello. Hey, oh. boo. So, yeah, we continue hey. the conversation a little bit. We're going to move on in a second, but I want to give you the opportunity to give, like, a closing statement. Okay. So, um, I think it's really important that people who have really strong beliefs, they have people who, I don't want to say have to match that necessarily, but 
I believe Patrick mentioned it earlier that it can't exist in extremes. And I think it's really hard when you date heterosexual black men specifically, I'm speaking about, um, where they learn to posture themselves and that it's okay to express certain um they, they, you, I, I've heard very homophobic and very disgusting things before, and in my experience, I know a lot of women that I speak to these, speak to about it, they don't find it alarming, and I know that that is um, a reflection of them having different ideologies than me. Mm. It's problematic as fuck. It is. And I'm, it's extremely problematic. I just want to say, I just want to say that I've also, you know, dated those kind of men, and I've slept with those kind of men, and you know, in, in transition and out of transition, because those kind of guys, you know, say those kind of things and then go and have sex with whoever they have sex with that they, that they're Preach. actually talking about, you know. Took it right out my head. Took it right out my mouth. I'm about mm-hmm. to say it. But as so, like okay, so yeah. we're just gonna put I'm 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 gonna put this out there, and like so Tamara is a trans woman, um so how do you, oh, how do you, you deal? Why you make let me put it out there? That's the well, problem. Well, can you put it put it out there? I'm sorry, I don't wanna. <laughs> I well, but, I mean, you know, I, that goes to show my dating life. I don't oh, anyway. Um, I don't always put it out there, you know, because like sometimes like I feel like. Even putting that out there is just like it doesn't dating because of the society that we live in, but especially as a black woman. Um, but uh, yes, I am a trans woman, um, and yeah, and I've been tra- I've been um, transitioned since I was seventeen years old. So, and I'm sorry. I'm Wait, so- I just I do want to apologize. Like I don't I. It was not my intention to out you, but like, in like impact over intentions every time. So uh-huh. like, if if I'm that was uncomfortable and, huh? I said I'm not mad. I'm not taking anything personal. Okay, but it, either way, like that that wasn't cool for me to do that just now. Thank you for Thank that, you. Pat. <laughs> yeah. Um, Safia, you were about to say something. Yeah. I was just going to say, so um, it's, since it's been mentioned, but you, so you've been around heterosexual males in spaces where they feel like they can say whatever they want around you. And I'm pretty sure that you've heard homophobic and transphobic conversations while you were in the presence of men. And mm-hmm. how does that, Make how do, how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel as if you need to um, defend the LGBT community in that space? You would be defending as an ally, clearly. Um, mm-hmm. But do you feel like you need to defend, or do you feel like the best approach is to not say anything? Because I know that's a problem I have, where as a a woman who people know I'm pro-black and things like that, I think there's a certain connotation. They think I'm a hotep woman. <laughs> mm. 
like, because I wear the head wraps and stuff, so they think that I might be on that same page with them. And so people express themselves freely around me. And I'm going to assume that you have experiences like that, too, where you find yourself in a space where you might possibly be conflicted about whether or not to um, speak up or not. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, so I went to, so you may not know this about me. I know Jack knows this about me, but I went to boarding school. And, I mean, I was around a lot of guys there. I went to, like, all-boy Catholic schools. And, like, I've always been the same person. And so while I have been around, you know, while I have been around um, guys, who are straight and comfortable in their straightness enough to be around somebody who's like me. Um, obviously, I didn't look like this at 14 because I started transition at 17, but I've always had this spirit, and I truly believe that, you know, beyond beyond what a woman of trans experience looks like um, is her spirit that really caps- captivates a man and, and makes society respect her as a woman. I say, I say, I say, they still approach you as a woman regardless the whole time. Hello, and so I, with that being said, when I when I didn't look this way, I feel like I defended more of the LGBT than like I felt like you know men, they you know, but also that was a privilege that I had with the way I looked and the way I presented. Um, I think presenting females, um, as I think you might understand, uh, Safia, that, like, you know, guys are trained in a way to listen to us differently. Like, and so that's why I really don't get the whole, you know, thing about, like, us being men and stuff like that, like, if we have a penis. But, like, if you dress like a woman, when you start speaking to a guy, um, especially, like, you know, if he's not getting... That saying, if he's not, if he's getting woman energy, he's gonna shut you down like a woman. I say. And so, um, <clears throat> Mara, oh, Mara's call is dropped. Um, she'll she'll call back. I will piggyback on some of that as a two-spirited individual. I happen to be in spaces where um, men of a similar persuasion would approach me like a, um, with understanding of my womanhood and really feel that attraction to the point where people would literally say, oh, hey, like, there's something about you that I just don't understand why I'm attracted to you. Like, you're all, like, you know, I don't get it, Right. My phone fell, guys. Yeah, no, it's all good. You back, you back. Um, I'm, I started, I started a piggyback. Yeah, I started a piggyback point, but I'm gonna just close it. There's also the the same guys. Well, not the same guys, but a different sect of guys that will be extremely homophobic and are actually homosexual. Right. Who I am, <clears throat> and went to and ran towards that as well you know what i'm saying so like men are so emotionally fucked up that it shows it rears its ugly head in too many different ways but tamara please continue well yeah and then i agree with that totally and um 
yeah, just to finish my point, now I find myself more listening to try and understand where this is coming from, um, knowing that I'm not going to date these guys, you know what I mean, entertaining it, but um, I won't, I guess I, I guess I won't say now, but uh, leading up to, to now, I have entertained it and, and tried to understand where it's coming from, and now honestly, you know, there are, there are a lot of men who are, you know, afraid of how we are treated. There's a lot, a lot of men who, who just like, that's why, you know, anyway, I'm not going to go there, but like some, thinking about like, you know, segregation and Jim Crow times and everything like that, like if, if, if you know, other, other ethnicities had to be treated the way we were, having dogs picked on us, and being beat with Billy clubs and having our houses set on fire and, you know, just 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 everything, water hoses being sprayed on us and and being spat on. If they had to endure no no one would want to endure that. Just like no one wants to endure the same shit that they try to put trans and gay people through. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's a fight in everyone's life. The same way that, you know, we they can't stand I don't know what it is about them that they feel they can't stand up, but they just can't do it. Mm, that's a preach for As sure. majority, they can't do it. <clears throat> and, you know, I mean... It, it's that's a preach, you know, and I mean, there's there's a it, it's it's straight up colonization, it's brainwashing, it's consistent propaganda, it's looking for somebody to fight. Like I was saying before, it's not it's not having um in our private conversation, it's literally just not having um feeling as though you don't have ability the ability to actually fight the enemy, you know, that's actually causing the trauma versus fighting the person next to you that's causing a minor discomfort that reminds you of the trauma or whatever have you, you know what I'm saying? And, um, so, 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 so to answer the question, I'm, I, I just thought, excuse me, I don't mean, I mean, just to answer the question like now, and I'm going to be completely honest now, if, if I have to talk to them and, and I do X, Y, and Z, like speaking to them and, and listening, like now I respect their secrets. But I'm not gonna indulge with them in their secret their secret lifestyle. You're not gonna push anything in the line. I yeah, I don't I don't live that. Right. I say. And on that we're gonna segue into this track Fight the War by again your Hang on guys. Hang on guys. Like you you don't know our guest protocol, but like we're gonna put you on mute. Don't hang up. You're still with us. This is Fight the War. Like my Jack. Jack. My baby. Okay. The 
Uh, and I, I just roll with a crew of bad bitch alpha females, and <clears> men <throat> are very intimidated. They never like my friends. And my friends have outlasted every single relationship I've ever, ever been in. So I say in my experience, um, I have really good friends, and I feel confident in our relationship. So it's not that I pick my friends over my relationship, that I keep them separate, and I never lose sight of the fact that my friends are my friends for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. And I just keep them separated. That's what I do. How? Yeah. But, like, what, that, what does that look like? How? Like, what is, I, okay. I, as a Libra, like, before you get into it, oh, wait, we don't have to get into it. I'm sorry, girl. How do you do that? No, I mean, I mean, um, what I what what tends to happen is my friends are, um, I guess you when you have people around you that understand healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. my friends never felt. My friends never um, were confused about the fact that I have a partner, I have a mate, and that that's a relationship in its own capacity that's separate from my relationship from them. And I think part of it is as a, as the woman in this situation, you can't lose sight of, um, you can't, I guess, sever the ties between your girlfriends and you. Cause I think that's what a lot of women do. I'm just going to speak for, for women. And what typically happens is that mm-hmm. you cling to your mate and neglect your friends. And then when something happens between you and your man, you go and call your homegirls and crying to them. And then as soon as you and your man make, make back up, you go and you're back with your man and you ignore your friends. I, you, do, you, that, right. you can't do that. You do have right. to maintain your friendships with your friends. But um, they're going to understand, like, after a certain time of the night, me and my man is in bed. I'm not going to be chit-chatting with you from 9 o'clock till 11 o'clock like I normally would do. I'm in a relationship, and that's the time I'm with my partner. And certain places, you're going to be there with your partner. If they want to come, they, they should come. If they don't want to come, then it's okay. And then if it's like your birthday where you want your man and your friends, you just tell your friends behave and your man be nice. I feel in it. my experience, it works, but you have, but you do have to, um, as a person, not lose sight of the how to maintain each relationship. I think that's the most mm. important thing. If you're able to maintain the relationship, then it works out. And again, I think in my case, all my friends are alpha females. They don't really get jealous. They don't get jealous of each other either. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, well, you know, I I, I, I I guess I could piggyback off of it and say that, like, I agree that you should never, ever stop being friends with somebody because your mate doesn't like them. Like, that's just silly. Like, you just came here. They've been here. Like, <laughs> Facts. But I will say that if my best friends are not liked by my mate because they see a red flag, that I don't see, then mm. I'm so glad for my best friend. You know what I mean? Because that happens yeah. too. Oftentimes we get so like caught up in like our mates that we're like, oh, this person is like 
the best, they're amazing, our friends meet them, and they're like, oh, girl, you ain't see how he was, you know, so. Yeah, what if the reverse happens, and your, and your, your mate sees a red flag, and your, and your bestie? How do you how do you discern I mean, the difference between your 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 being jealous that you even spend time with anybody else and them actually like seeing a red flag? This is a, this doesn't come up in our relationship a couple of times. <laughs> you want me Why to answer that? Agreed. Um, yeah, babe, you can answer it for sure. Um, it's seeing that. That that other person's whether it be their bestie or like uh, just like a casual friend, like their inner intentions for that person. And sometimes when you form bonds over different things, like some people bond over their love of music or sports or like a mutual experience. But like people have hidden like have agendas and reasons for being in that relationship with certain with with people. Like we all do. And sometimes, like, the person that you're in relationship with, you can't necessarily see the other person's reasons for being there with you. So, like, if that, that like, for a couple of friends of his, I'm just like, I don't like this person. And I never not like people for no reason. And then, like, I later come to discover because, like, they, they have ill intentions for you. Like, they're being, like, nice in your face. And they're loving and supportive as a guy. But, like, they they don't mean shit for you because, like, eyes are moving this way. And because right. you connect over other things, that's kind of like in your peripheral. Right. Or like you may just not see it. Like it may be in one of your blind spots that you developed for this person that they may have like developed in you. Right. Because of the, the, the length of the relationship, not to see this about them. These are facts. And that's what I mean. So, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like that. Like I feel like that's just a conversation that needs to be had. Yeah, and like end of the day, that like in the relationship, I feel like you can't like make them stop seeing their friends. You know what I'm saying? Like when you start to like try to put some control on your partner is when the shit gets fucked up. I don't. I haven't done that. I just like I want to make you aware that I don't like this bitch, and this is why. Right. And you do whatever you want with that information. Right. But beyond that, like. You're trying to control them, mm-hmm. and I really believe in relationship for real. And that's a whole nother thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that like I feel like there are levels to certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we can actually that that can come in another time because that's a whole that's a whole episode in and of itself. Like what like even ownership actually means versus like like in, in a possessive way versus like an actual, like, loving, non-overbearing, non-controlling way. Um, but while we have 10 minutes left, another question is, and this question to me is, like, weird, but I just want to know, like, did, like, do other people think, like, um, should being with a person have time? Well, I'll, I'll start. I believe very much, like, people come into your life for a reason and a season. Like, some people are roots, some people are branches, and some people are leaves. And you right. need to be able to have the discernment, and that, that that comes with them and experience, to recognize what those things are. Like, we, that's not things we're equipped with. Like, if we had better parents, like, hopefully, like, you are blessed to have parents that are equipped you with that sort of knowledge. Most of us don't. 
So we got to figure it out on our own. And mm-hmm. what roots look like, what branches look like, and what leaves look like. And like not to say that those any of those types of relationships can't be significant and meaningful because they can. Because I've had like some some good shit with some people who are leaves in my life, but I realized like they they were leaves and they were like they have to fall off and I we had we had to both move on. Mm-hmm. See, like and like retaining like how to maintain relationships with branches and like how to really stick into your roots. <laughs> can rot you and make like make you toxic and disease at the same time mm-hmm. so you also have to recognize like when like a root is dying right so it's a it's a whole bunch of shit that's that gets juggled and played at once i get the sense just to clarify the question because i definitely agree and i feel like you know people have i say that at some point right uh whether it was some somebody's tv brother you know what i'm saying but like we all like have received that like grandma you know what I'm saying? It could have been Felicia Rashad. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But um, I feel like this person is actually, like, really asking if you should meet a person with a time limit. Like, it, like if when you're like, okay, I'm interested in this person. This person got X, Y, no. X amount of time. No. So, I don't know. Either prove themselves or just be with me, period. And then after that, it's done. I don't think I, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, how do y'all feel about I it, think, ladies? I don't think it's a good idea either. Hold on, let's get what Tamara was trying to say. I just I, I just said that I don't think I think it depends on what you're looking for. Hmm. That's interesting. Like, okay, so like, elaborate, please. I mean, if you only have a certain amount of time to get pregnant, then, you know, and that's what your goal is, right, and to have a family that's real. to do as fine. That's, that's real. Preach it. Then you need to come with a, you need to come with a time limit. If you're, um, at least a time limit that you're going to sit around and wait for the person to either show you that they are the person for you or become the person, which we all know that doesn't happen, but people do it anyway, you know? Mm. So I think, yeah, I think that there are circumstances in which that is appropriate. Um, I think, you know, every, I think relationships are very circumstantial. Like, you know, it's not, it's not so much about like love anymore because what is really love? Like, you know, again, our love languages are kind of skewed by, you know, our performances of gender and, you know, um, things that we've learned growing up. So, yeah. Agreed. I, I love your perspective because that, that's absolutely real, you know what I'm saying? Especially, like, you're, like this this openness to, like, people's, like, scenarios because that's definitely true. Like, if, if your biological clock ticking, girl, you're like, no, I need this baby before the shit run out. Like, you're not going to have me perimenopausal and no child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, then absolutely there's got to be a time limit, and it can't be from now until you're perimenopausal. It's got to be some time that's still a lot to you, some time to find a nigga that's going to be right with you and going to help you raise this baby and going to love you and going to love the kid and et cetera. So that, that's Mm-hmm. That, that's stringent, you know what I'm saying? Um, Sophia, what do you oh, think about that? I was, I just was gonna say that, um, I, while circumstances 
it's very real that there may be a time limit on things. I just worry about what happens when you don't reach your goal at in the, a lot of the amount of time. So that's why I don't know if it's good to put time limits on things because life happens, people are in different places at different times, and relationships are a very delicate thing. You have to, I think putting a time limit is only healthy if you're comfortable and okay with what happens when the time is up. Right. And that's I'm why saying. I'm saying, like, move on to the next. I'm like, you know, what, 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 true. what's but there to be, what's there to be, be upset about it? You, you might not yourself be, a time limit. because the re- reality <clears throat> is that you gave yourself a time limit, but life is happening in between then and now and then. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, so the like, place you life. were in when you placed this time limit and the place that you arrive to when you reach the end of that time, it might be two different places. Right. For and sure. It may be the I place think, that shows you that this person is not for you. Right. And I think when when, when that time limit is reached, well, not when the time limit is reached, but when the time is up for you to have achieved that goal, like as, if we stick to especially the trope of, um, getting pregnant specifically because it's not necessarily having children. Not because just getting pregnant. Really... I was gonna say before, I, Jack. I was gonna say before, like it could be like, what if you want to have surgery, right? What if you want to get like reassignment surgery in this certain amount of time? And if this person doesn't come around to like accepting that about you, then you're out. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. Then it's really it's like like Safia said, it's about accepting like what happens, and it's about being open to differences. You know what I'm saying? When the goal is reached, and like having to make new decisions. You know what I'm saying? So from from the from the surgery standpoint, that's definitely a lot more stringent. It's like no nigga, you gotta go, and then like after you have the surgery, you'll of course find somebody who's either okay with you having the surgery, or if you find yourself feeling more safe, not saying anything at all, then it's just going to accept the the new sex organs that they, the sex organs that they're presented with, you know what I'm saying? But in the, in the um, case of something that's a little bit more um, about literally adding a third life to the situation, you know what I'm saying? Um, having a child oh. is not necessarily the same about um, the same as like getting pregnant. So it's like, okay, if your pregnancy window is up and you gave somebody a time limit and you nixed them or whatever have you, now that your pregnancy um, time limit is up, now your priorities change. Like we said, like when you grow and certain things happen, your priorities for a relationship change. Now it's like, okay, I can't get pregnant and have my own child anymore. Do I even still want a child with a person at all? You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, okay, if I do, now it's like I need to be with somebody either somebody else's child or whatever situation you wind up, you know what I'm saying, say you save some eggs in the corner or say, you know what I'm saying, whatever have you, then that gets figured out. So it all, like, it all, like, it, none of it is in stasis. It's all fluctuating, you know? And that's, that's kind of the beauty of relationships. You never have to be, like, you're, you're, part, you're rarely even in the same relationship with one person for too long. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all fluid and fluctuating. God willing, shit. Honestly, right? Otherwise, it's boring. Shit. 
Okay. <laughs> well, thank y'all so much for I mean, being on for this second hour. You, I think the only relationship that you want to see to for the longest is your children. Like you want to see you, you want to you're inve- you're so invested in your kids. You know what I mean? I know my mom is like still invested in like everything I'm doing. Like, what are you doing? What you eating? Like, girl, you didn't even make it. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would hope. Nah, I love my mom. I'm just saying. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's the only relationship that you want to see. Hey, and God, the- last <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know about. I, I not saying that I wouldn't. Want, I don't know if I want to be with somebody forever, like the same person forever. I don't even. Think I mean, that's shit. Possible, just because of how much we change as people. I mean, shit. To me, it's like if you if the, if you find a person where y'all are really clicking, there may come a time where certain things will require somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You might need. Support from another person where y'all can add a situation. I mean, shit, like, monogamy is only one way of being in a relationship. You've been speaking from a well, rather monogamous place. Monogamy, I'm talking about forever. I'm saying that, you know, we would have to grow together. And growing together and growing in the same direction is... is well, that's why you got to make sure it's right. Like, it's possible. It's entirely possible with the right person. But I'm sorry, y'all. This British bitch got 20 seconds before she cut us off. So we got to do Thank y'all so much for joining us. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and and YouTube. And join us for our holiday special next week. We're fun. And thank you, Samia. Thank you, thank you to, um, Tamara. Thank you, Safia. They I cut just, us off. All right. Bye, guys. Tamara on Instagram. Okay, on on, on we're gonna hit y'all up.